Hey everyone, Charles here. And first of all, thank you for stopping by my podcast. If this show inspires you, makes you think, or gives you that courage to jump into action, please help by donating to this show. Click the link in the description and donate. Your donation helps us with production and finding great guests moving forward. Thank you and enjoy. Amazon is offering sign-on bonuses up to $1,000. Plus, get up to $20 an hour for select roles. The best part? We're hiring near you. So start now to take home something greater. New, higher wages with a sign-on bonus. A range of real benefits and career growth opportunities in a top-rated workplace. So earn more and see how great pay and sign-on bonuses can lead to a greater life for you. Go to Amazon.com slash apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, hi everybody. How you guys doing? And welcome to The Jump. If this is your first time here, this is what I like to do. I like to bring interesting guests to my show to help you get to that next level. I always tell you you have greatness in you, but sometimes you might be a little hesitant. So my guests are here to help you get to that edge and jump. But you know what I've been doing recently? I've been realizing all my listeners, ladies, they're like, when are you going to have more ladies on? I'm like, I'm, I'm waiting for the special lady to come on. She says she's going to come on, and I got the perfect lady for you. So sit back, relax. This show is dedicated to all my lady listeners. Thank you for being patient. She's here. She's on the show. So let's go. Wow. You know you should be doing something different, right? Hey, I'm talking to you. Do you believe that you have the gift for greatness or have a special talent? but don't have the courage to take that next step? Always wondering how others made it look so easy? Well, welcome to Jump, the show that will bring you special guests just like you and me. How did they get the courage to jump into greatness? Doing what they love and living the good life. So get ready to jump with your host, Charles Matthews Jr. Yes, 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 and we're ready to jump with my special guest. Please welcome to the show. She's ready to go. Ladies and gentlemen, please. Rika, are you there? Give her a big round of applause, ladies and gentlemen. I am here. And now that I know I am the prize of the day, I want y'all to know Charles got me up at 8 a.m. on the West Coast. <laughs> and I am not a morning person. So I hope my brain is alive uh, and we're going to have some good conversation. I'm excited about this. <laughs> I had to mess with you a bit, Charles. It's all good. See, we got you up. We got you going. You know what I mean? So listen, before we get started, though, I want everybody to know a little bit about you and your background, because, you know, I I was searching online. I found you online. I I found out what you were doing. I go, this is interesting. I'm like, this is different. This is interesting. I got to have you on my show, because I think sometimes I keep telling everybody to jump. But what I realize is if you don't realize what you're worth before you jump, it ain't going to happen. I guess most people think, nah, that's not for me. I'm not good enough to jump. And I go, that's why I need somebody like you on this show. So before we get into it, give us your background. Born and raised. Where are you from? Born and raised in Seattle, Washington. Go Hawks all day. Rest in peace, my supersonics. Don't eat at Starbucks. No, I'm just kidding. I love Howard Schultz, but he's the one who got rid of our team. But um, yeah, so anyway, I'm from Seattle, Washington. And so I did it. No, it does not rain as much as you think. It is cloudy a lot, 
but it does not rain. It actually rains more in Florida. Uh, but anyway, two parent household, um, my mom and my dad and my two brothers. I'm the middle child, but I'm the only girl. So I don't have like middle child syndrome, as they say. I got enough attention because I'm the only girl. And sometimes I feel like I'm the only child. So it's wonderful. Um, grew up and I decided I wanted to go to Howard University. And uh, I applied to two schools. Howard was one of them. And I got into Howard and I dipped out from the West Coast and uh, was an East Coast baby for four years. And that was the best four years uh, of my life. Uh, and then after Howard University, I actually got my first job in radio. Charles, we were talking about being on the radio. Um, out of Seattle. And I was there for, I want to say three or four years, then finally got my real first full-time radio job. Um, and I was in Indianapolis actually for five years. And where I'm at now, back in Washington state, I've been here for seven years doing the morning show. Talk about jumping. And I had just mentioned that, you know, I'm not a morning person. My morning radio show, I had to get up at 4, 4.30. 4.30 in the morning was pushing it. That means I'm jumping out of bed. Oh, my God, the hair's on fire. I'm running late. Um, and, and this last year, and then, unfortunately, after George Floyd uh, was murdered, I just couldn't do it anymore. I couldn't do it anymore. And so I decided to take the leap to jump, to focus on what was my side hustle at that time. But now it's my full-time entrepreneur life job. Um, which is helping single women. So I am, I have deemed myself the single girl's life coach, which I'm sure we'll get into because that's a whole nother story. But uh, the single girl's life coach and I help women discover their worth so that they can stop tying their identity to men and stop being a man pleaser. So that's what I'm doing now. Um, my entrepreneur life full time started about four weeks ago and I'm, I'm just getting in a routine. Uh, and that's why I say, man, Charles, I must have really saw something in you because usually 8 a.m. I'm probably <laughs> just getting up and about to work out. So um, I am happy to be here. And I know we'll get into that story, but you're right. Uh, I definitely took a leap and there is fear. Um, am I good enough? Can I do something outside of radio? Because I've been in radio for 18 years. So you have a lot of fear because uh, fear of the unknown is crazy. But I, But I have a lot of belief in God. And so I had to decide like, um, okay, so do I believe Jesus, his promises for me, uh, or, you know, or not? And so I decided I do. And I was going to leap because instead of saying, oh my God, what if it doesn't work out? Yeah. I started saying, what if it does? What okay. if it did? <laughs> All right. So let's, let's, let's stop there for a second because okay. in your, it, I always give somebody a pamphlet, you know, a full form to fill out. And right. I was reading your comments Okay. And then in your comments, you talked about, I said, give me a quote that you like. And then you said, if you believe one way, it's going to come out that way. If you believe another way, it's going to come out this way. Yeah. Explain your, your quote. Yeah. Wh uh, whether you believe you can or you can't, you're right. I think it's Henry Ford, right? Who uh, said that. And I'm a quote hoarder. <laughs> I actually have a lot of quotes around my house and post-it notes. Um, and I'm actually about to frame a lot, ones that mean a lot to me. And that one is so true. If you believe you can, you'll figure it out. If you believe you can't, then you're just not going to do it. You're going to be on Netflix with, or, or on your couch watching Netflix, wishing uh, that you could do it. And it really goes into another quote that I actually have on my TV that I've had for over three years since I started my coaching and motivational speaking business. And it was a quote by Pastor Stephen Furtick. And it said, you already know what to do. So do what you know, and then you'll know what to do. 
And that to me is like that. <laughs> those two go together because it's like, okay. Hold on. Hold on. Rewind, yeah. re- rewind that. Say that again. Okay. Say, that, say okay. that part again. Exactly. Okay. So <laughs> you already know what to do. So do what you know, and then you'll know what to do. You're, you, <laughs> you already know what to do. So do yep. what you know. So you know what to, so you're basically, you're basically saying it's already in you. It's already in you and you only learn by doing. So mm. well, you know the first step. So what's the first step of starting a business? Well, I need to start talking about it, I guess, or promoting it on Instagram. We're going to stumble through this thing, especially the first two years. They say it takes three to five years to actually build a successful business. Right. So you give up in the process. So you're going to stumble through it, right? And that's okay. And you have to get over the fact of people, quote unquote, laughing at you. Because the reason why we don't do a lot of things is because we assume people are going to judge us. They're going to tell us we're stupid. They're going to laugh and point. You know, people don't do that. You would be surprised how little people are watching you uh, until you get consistent. And then they'll be like, oh, wow, look at what Charles is doing. Or, oh, wow, look what you know Rika's doing. And I'm pretty sure when you started your, your podcast, you stumbled through it. But you got to it, and look at you now. You know. Listen, I wish I wish I talked to you about a year and a half ago, <laughs> right. because because it took me a year and a half to push the button to do a podcast. Yeah. But yeah. I've been on radio for fifteen years. Yeah. So I wish I heard that quote before because yeah. I already knew what I was doing. Yeah. I just had to do it yep. and go for it. But the yep. the part that you just mentioned, I talk about all the time. I was scared to fail. Yep. I was like, yep. oh, what if they don't like me? What if they don't yep. listen to me? But I'm thinking, if they liked me on the radio, what's the difference? It's still my voice. It's just yeah. a different channel. I'm not going to change who I am. So why didn't I do it? Why yeah. didn't I go for it? Mm-hmm. And even if there are, most people aren't going to say anything to you in person. Like, I know there are keyboard warriors and gangsters on inter- on the on social media that you need to ignore. But most people in your life probably aren't going to say the things that you think people are going to say. <laughs> just, like we think the, I mean, now I did have, I've had a few people. Okay. So I'll tell you this story. I had an aunt, literally my dad's sister tell me that singleness is not sustainable. So she couldn't support my business. Okay. So, but I realized she wasn't my people and I wasn't going for her anyway. She's not, she wasn't a, an ideal client or anything. So even if people do say something, those are just not your people. Do you know mm. how many people are on this planet? How many people? It's a billion, I think. <laughs> I don't know. But it's enough to where you can find a handful that will support you in your in what you're doing in your endeavors. So So don't worry don't worry about the one and two. Focus yeah. on the many that will. You're always gonna have haters. You're always, always. gonna have haters. Always, Jesus did. Beyonce does. I don't understand why people hate Beyonce. I'm so confused. <laughs> I, what did she do? <laughs> okay, hold on. Okay, we got a timeout. You're gonna make me choke on the air. Okay, is it because they hate seeing someone famous, or they hate to see what? Because remember, when she was Destiny's Child, everybody loved her. But when she became with Jay Z, and now they're the king and queen, is like. They hated her. Why? Yeah, you know, I, I I just think that I'm pretty sure she had haters when she was in Destiny's Child too. But I, I really think that hurt people hurt people, and people who are hating on people 
have nothing else going on. They go to work at their job at McDonald's, go home, eat dinner, go to sleep, get back up, go to work to their job at McDonald's. And there's nothing wrong with working at McDonald's. But if that's not your life's passion, your body, your soul, your spirit is dying and it hates it and it has no outlet. So you tend to just focus on people on the outside and, well, oh my God, you stupid and you want to do that. Um, People who are above, as you see, it's Beyonce isn't hating on nobody else. You've never heard her talk about anybody else, (laughs) let alone talk a lot. But I mean, just most people who are um, on their path to success and living out their passion, they don't have time to look down at somebody. Now they'll put their hand down to lift people up, but they're not going to look down at you and be like, Oh, you're so stupid. Cause they've been there before. Right. Who's up knows how they did that climb and knows the feelings and the fear and what they thought was going to happen. That was scary and all of that. So they're not going to uh, inject that into somebody else and scare them. So if you hate me, that means you ain't got nothing else going on with your life. (laughs) Okay. So, Let's get on to the nitty gritty because I saw, you know, your post. I read some of your stuff and I was like, she left how many years on radio to go venture out and do this? Why did you want to do this? Stay with us. We'll be right back. Stop. Are you ready to maximize the impact of your podcast interviews and elevate your brand like never before? Stop wasting time on interviews that don't reach their full potential. With our cutting-edge AI technology, you can transform your content into captivating marketing materials in just seconds. Don't wait for hosts to promote your work. Take control of your brand's narrative today. Click the link below and unlock the full potential of your interviews. Say hello to Proactive Marketing Mastery and watch your brand soar with Cast Magic. So, and by this, you mean coaching and speaking, right? (laughs) Not only coaching and speaking, but this direction you went into. Because there's coaching and speaking, you know, you know, how to be better, how to do this. But you pinpointed one direction. Yeah. And then you went, no, this is where I'm going to coach and speak. Yeah, yeah. Um, So definitely my niche is, uh, you know, like I said, being the single girl's life coach. And um, so... In 2015, unfortunately, uh, I got into what I didn't know at the time, but I got into what would be an abusive relationship. Um, And so, again, like I said, I went to Howard University. I've lived in Indianapolis. I've been to almost every fun state in America. I've traveled the world. And while I was doing that, all of my friends around me were millennials. So I'm 37. Older millennials, they weren't married and they didn't have kids. And so everybody, to me, everything was normal, whatever. But then when I moved to the city that I live in now, which is three hours outside of Seattle, which is not a permanent situation. Trust me. <laughs> I'm surprised I've been here for seven years. Like, oh my God, I hate it. Help, help. Um, so uh, anyway, so I moved here. And um, unfortunately, this community, I, I pretty much got slapped in the face because everything that was surrounding me were people who were married and had kids and got married at 18, maybe divorced, most of them divorced now, uh, but they still had kids. And I started looking outward uh, for my worthiness. And I was like, oh crap, I forgot to get married. Uh. Like I I literally (laughs) thought that I did not get the goal in life. You know, they tell women society, whether it's verbally or just the pressure they put on us, 
It is that your goal in life is to get married and have kids. So where your husband, where's your little white picket fence and your 2.5 kids. Um, and that's what it feels like in a community when you're the only who doesn't have that. Right. And so um, unfortunately, like I said, I was looking on the outside of me, got into a stupid relationship and that relationship took me down a path that I never would have signed up for if I knew, but I didn't know. There were things that I didn't know about abuse. You know, I was always the woman who was like, if he hit me, I'd be gone. So this wasn't physical abuse. This was uh, verbally, mentally, financially, uh, financial abuse. And they don't tell you that. Society doesn't tell you that. Whoever, your parents, um, you know, I'm sure, Charles, your parents probably didn't talk to you about what makes a healthy relationship versus an unhealthy relationship. And this is no knock on my parents. I love my parents. My parents are just baby boomers and that baby boomer generation, they love keeping secrets and they don't like telling, they don't like having those deep conversations. It's really us like millennials and Gen Z who are like, no, mental health, talk about it. Um, and so my parents showed me a wonderful marriage. They're still married 40 years. That's all I know is marriage. Um, but nobody had the conversation with me on how to get to that type of relationship. Um, nobody told me what a narcissist was or love bombing or gaslighting. So I'm stumbling in this relationship thinking I got to do all of these things and jump through all these hoops that he's asking me to do just so I can get married. So y'all can just shut up and yeah. stop asking me, you know, <laughs> and stop asking me. So where your husband at? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. And hold, yeah. hold are you? You have no kids yet? You better start yeah. soon and all this stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and making me feel like there's a clock ticking, tick, 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 tick. Um, so that really got to me. Um, and again, I landed in that relationship. And then in, in 2017, in June, it was right after my birthday. Uh, I was in Atlanta because it was a long distance relationship as well. And he broke up with me. And I think God was like, oh, Lord, my daughter, she's not going to break up with him. And I don't because I knew it wasn't right. I knew something wasn't right. I just at, at the end of it, I knew especially that I needed to break up with him, but I just couldn't do it. I couldn't muster it up. So he broke up with me, mind you, saying he couldn't trust me. And he was cheating on me the whole time. But that's, I mean, there was a lot of projection going on. That's, I mean, that's, that's part, that's okay. okay, ladies and gentlemen, that's part two of the podcast. <laughs> right, 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 right. I mean, we don't exactly, this podcast ain't about him, but just know he was cheating on me. So, and he couldn't trust me, but that means there was a lot of projection going on, which of course I didn't know because we're not taught psychology and humanness growing up, right? So anyway, he breaks up with me and um, I remember getting, I changed my flight that day because I think I was supposed to stay like three or four more days or something. I ended up changing my flight and I remember like calling the airlines, Alaska Airlines, like, hey, how much is it going to cost to change my flight? Right. And the lady told me $500. And I was so mad. That's when anger set in because I didn't have the money. And the reason why I didn't have the money is because I spent it all on his, on his butt. Um, <laughs> and I was going to cuss right there, but I was like, I don't know if I'm allowed to cuss. <laughs> so, um, and I, there's a joke now that I say to my friends and stuff is like, man, every time I had a boyfriend, I was so broke. Now that I don't have a boyfriend, I got a lot of money. <laughs> um, so anyway, I spent all my money on him. So I had to put it on my credit card. And I got home back to this house that you see, Charles, and I walked in the door and I screamed and, and I was like, what the F was that? And I, and I couldn't believe I was like having this outer body experience of what I'm a smart girl. 
I went to Howard University. I got two parents. I think I'm smart. I said, I lived in New York. Nobody killed me. Like, I, I'm a smart girl. And I couldn't believe. And everything that I went through and did for him and stuff started flashing in my head. Like, what was, what was I doing? What was that? So for, mind you, this time, at this point, Charles, I'm still doing my morning show. Mm, so you're still waking, wake, up, getting, waking up, doing it early, mm. getting up, having all these things on your head, yeah, trying to yeah. do your show. Yeah, trying to be entertaining and laugh and be the Rika that people know, right? So from June all the way till about January, I had a lot of shame, a lot of shame, and I didn't share with anybody. All I did was stop talking about him and deleted my pictures. And my listeners are so close to me. They started noticing and they started asking my co-hosts, like, what's wrong with Rika? She's not with her boyfriend no more, blah, blah, blah. Like there were moments in that that moment of shame for me where I would tell my co-hosts, like, y'all be right back. And I would go in the bathroom during commercial break and like cry. Like, again, I just couldn't, I thought I was the stupidest woman in the world that I would um, allow myself to be in this type of relationship. But it wasn't until like October of 2017 um, I was watching one of my favorite movies, which is Eat, Pray, Love. And that is the only movie I can watch over and over again. But have you ever seen that movie, Eat, Pray, Love? No. You've got to watch it. It's, I mean, it's very girly, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. But it is very inspirational because it's actually a true story. And this is one of Oprah's girls when they go on tour. Okay. Uh, on, like tours. She, so I've seen her speak in real life, too, this woman. But anyway, so she went on a year trip. Uh, she called it, uh, she, and, and the movie's called Eat, Pray, Love, because she went to like Italy to eat all the food, and then she went to like Bali to pray, and then mm-hmm. she fell in love. Blah, blah, blah. But anyway, I was like, yo, I need to do a solo trip like her. I didn't have a year, wasn't that rich yet, um, but I had a week. And like October, I think around October of 2017, I booked a flight to Puerto Vallarta, Mexico to go by myself. I was like, yo, I'm going on a solo trip. Because I knew that I needed to hear my own thoughts and figure out what the hell I just went through. And I remember my mom was like, well, you're not going to be home for Christmas. And I was like, nope, I'm going to be on the beach with Jesus. (laughs) And so, of course, everybody was scared, right? Oh, my God, she's going to Mexico by herself, blah, blah, blah. But I was not scared. Again, I knew that I needed some, some me time and to be around people I didn't know and just be by myself. And mind you, back in 2017, the June of 2017, when he broke up with me, I heard God say that I will use this story. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean in an audible. I'm not somebody who's like, I hear God all the time. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's a knowing. And it, I knew that the voice. At General Motors, we make more than electric vehicles. We're helping to make the world a safer, more inclusive place for all. As the first automaker to support the Equality Act, General Motors celebrates and embraces diversity every day, especially during Pride Month, which is why we're proud to team up with iHeartRadio to support Can't Cancel Pride and the LGBTQ community. Because everybody in means everybody. Learn more at GM.com. Amazon is offering sign-on bonuses up to $1,000. Plus, get up to $20 an hour for select roles. The best part? We're hiring near you. So start now to take home something greater. New, higher wages with a sign-on bonus. A range of real benefits and career growth opportunities in a top-rated workplace. So earn more and see how great pay and sign-on bonuses can lead to a greater life for you. Go to Amazon.com apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. It's like, was it mine? 
Um, like, I wouldn't think of that. Like, I'm never telling my story. What are you talking about? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, and so I heard God say that. And when I went to Mexico, there were two books that I brought with me. And it wasn't by design. I just thought, well, I probably need some books because I'm going to be by myself. Maybe I'll get bored and I'll read. Cool. So I brought The Purpose Driven Life by Pastor Rick Warren. And I brought Gabrielle Union's We're Going to Need More Wine. And I think I actually bought that one in the airport because it was on. She, at that time, she was doing her promotion for the book and it was on display and stuff. So anyway, I take that book and I'm reading The Purpose Driven Life. And in The Purpose Driven Life, Pastor Rick Warren says, your greatest shame will be the thing that heals others. And I was like, hmm. And I remembered uh, again, what God said to me, I will use this story. And it would just started kind of like stirring up some thoughts in me. And then when I was reading Gabrielle Union's book, look, I'm on the beach and I'm reading her book. And I was like, does Gabrielle Union know me? What's happening? Is this book about me? What is, like, I literally thought, I was like, Gabrielle Union wrote this book about me. I'm so confused because we had the same story so and I felt seen. So then let's go, let's go into the, the main factor then, because yeah. I'm, I'm hearing your story and I want to dive right into your speaking now, because you're teaching other women to do what? Yeah, to discover their worth so that they can stop tying their identity to men. And no, this isn't male bashing. And no, I'm not saying you shouldn't get married. But unfortunately, society puts so much pressure on us where we began to think as women that I am no longer worthy. I am not worthy if I am not married or if I don't have kids. And so I want to break that down and get that out of your heart. You are worthy regardless of your relationship status. All and right. So let's, yeah. so let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to dive straight into that. Okay. Your worthiness. You know what I mean? What are you worth? Because I believe a lot of people think every day, oh, this is just me. And don't know the value who they really are. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Do you want to achieve your dreams and ambitions? Hi, I'm Carlene Grant and I'm a life coach. A life coach is great if you want to achieve something more in your life. If you're ready to move forward, launch into something greater and live your life of excellence. Let me help you get there. You've got this. I'm Carlene and I'm ready to be your life coach. You can call me at 647-746-7243 or Carlene at OntarioEnrichmentCC.com. Hey, it's okay if you're driving or too busy to take notes. Charles has your parachute packed with all the info you need to jump into success. Check out the links section for all the tools you need to land safe. Now, let's keep falling with Charles and his special guest. Yes, yes, we are back with my special guest, Rika. And I have to say this, though. you got to go to her social pages because that's where I found her. And I just, you know, the quotes and everything that you put in there. So before we move on to it, tell them where they can find you on social. Absolutely. So my Instagram is definitely popping it's lit um and so on instagram i am just so j-u-s-t me m-e rika r-e-k-a so just me rika and that is instagram and twitter and also facebook just me rika you just have to add a show at the end so facebook.com slash just me rika show 
Um, and yeah, slide into my DMs if you have any questions. I'm definitely open to that. Um, yeah. Yeah, and you gotta go because she don't she don't hold back. I'm telling you that from now. She don't no. hold back. All right. <laughs> all right. So before we went to break, I wanted to dive into the coaching because we get the story. I understand what it is. We understand that you knew all the time. You're like, okay, I should be pushing this break right now. And I'm not pushing the break. Why am I not pushing this break right now? Until yeah. you got out of it and then you realized, holy crap, this is actually me. So I need to tell other people too, hey, that big yeah. pedal down there, you have control of that pedal. You can push break anytime you want. Yeah. So talk yeah. about that. Yeah, I definitely had to go um, down a journey of why I allowed this. Um, something I say all the time is like, we, us women, we're always worried about how come he won't love me the way that I want him to love me? How come he won't act right? When you need to be asking, why would you allow yourself to be treated as such? Um, and it is because uh, a, a few factors, because you think you have to be in a relationship and you don't know any better. So what you saw growing up, uh, whether it be on TV or your parents, we've been getting all of these mixed messages of what a relationship is, especially with all these reality shows, so much drama. <laughs> I had a client tell me that she couldn't remember a time since she was six years old that she didn't want a boyfriend. And it was because of all these 90210s and Dawson's Creek and all these shows that we are raised on and now reality shows. She was 24, so hers is a lot of reality shows um, where it's relationships and everybody's fighting. So you don't know that you can actually have a relationship that isn't full of drama and him, him cheating. And then you taking him back because he apologized the right way. And then you just get in that cycle or you're in this revolving door of men. And um, it may be different names, but it's the same thing. And you're trying to figure out why do I keep doing this? And it's because you don't have boundaries. You don't know you're worthy. You don't know that you don't have to get in a relationship I ask a lot of people, why are you dating? Uh, all of my clients, when we do an onboarding and all that, and they're always, usually they either go like silent because they're trying to figure out, or they say, well, because that's what people do. <laughs> oh, no, that's what people do. So there's no real reason for her, that person to be dating right now. I was like, eh, it's what we do. You know what I mean? That's it's like, what people do. It's like, it's like texting. So I guess I better do it, right? Everybody yeah. should get a Twitter account. Uh, yeah. He's got a Twitter yeah. account. I should get a Twitter account. A hundred percent. Like we're just being sheep. Cause again, that is what people do. I get it. You know, uh, you know, even the Bible says, you know, I, I think a lot of Christians and I'm a Christian. Um, and one of the things that I got confused as well is, is when in the Bible, it says man shall not be alone. And everybody just wants to think that that means a romantic relationship. So they're trying to get into these romantic relationships without even having a blueprint of what they want. So again, why are you dating? Why? And why this guy? What does he add to your life? Or is it full of drama? Because if it is full of drama, it doesn't have to be. But there are a lot of uh, questions that I get from women is that, and it was questions that I asked myself too. Is this allowed? Like, is he allowed to do this? Or is this just how men are? So we accept it because we think, well, this is just how it is. So I'm dating. So, okay. <laughs> and, so so yeah. let's, let's stop there because I want to ask you one question. I'm a father. Okay. I have a daughter. Mm -hmm. Okay. And this listening to you tell the story, I'm thinking about it at my age and your age. Yeah. 
Caribbean black parents, uh, they didn't say, listen, make sure this, this is how relationship is supposed to be. This is what you look for, blah, blah, blah. Like we were just taught as a father, you teach your daughter on what she should look for in a man. But we don't talk, teach our daughters after you look for what's in a man, what he's supposed to give back to you. Because, you know, yeah. we always say, you know, treat your daughter. So find a guy like daddy, how daddy treats you. Okay, treating you and looking one way, but after he treats you that way, is it a mental thing afterwards? Is it a physical thing? So, you know, what should we be telling our daughters? Especially as, as a father, you know, to my daughter. Give me the give me the give me the, the tip here. Yeah, and that's great. And my dad did that too. Listen, my dad <laughs> just thinking of my dad cracks me up. I freaking love my dad, dude. My dad's sixty seven, so he had me when he was like thirty. And so when I was like maybe 12 or something, I just remember the saying, he would always be like, so this is what you do. You keep your drawers up and you dress down. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And that was it. And I'm like, okay, daddy. But what does that mean? What does that mean? Again, I grew up in a Christian household. So the, the, not the rule, I won't say that my parents like put this over my head a lot, but in the conversation of Christianity is you wait until you're married. But why though? And so breaking down the whys of why you want to find a man who is X, Y, and Z, and then also the opposite. Tell her, explain to her, show her scenarios, what a narcissist is, what love bombing is, what gaslighting is. Show her, put her on game. What are the red flags, basically? Mm. There's lots of examples in TV and movies. So I don't know how old she is, but what is she watching where you can pick at pause it and say, okay. I got an example. Let's play a game and see what she thinks instead of telling her this is what you do because we don't listen to our parents. No, nope. we don't listen to our parents. But if she thinks it's her idea, she will. She will then uh, most likely do it, right? So it's like having all these examples um, where you can be like, "So what do you think about this situation? What would you do?" And see, and then just start having that conversation so it gets a little bit more comfortable instead of okay, it's time to have the birds and the bees talk. Let's sit down. This is what happens, and this is how babies are made. Yes. Yeah, nah, we got to get into the psychology of it, the humanness of it, um, more than, I just got to tell you about the birds and the bees so you know where babies come from. Like, that, I I just, I feel like that was the formula for parents uh, in the generations before us. Like, I just got to let you know so you don't think babies come from a stork. So, this is what I'm going to tell you. So then, how does, how does, how does one know? Because you help ladies... Uh, I should say women. Can I say women and girls? Like how young do you coach? So right now in my coaching program, I don't have anybody younger than 22, but I will say I was asked to submit a proposal to a company in Seattle that is going to be teaching teens and stuff. And yeah, I mean, the goal is, man, I hope to be able to talk to every 11 year old little girl. Let's start from the beginning. Let's start from, because they're already doing it. Snapchat uh, and not okay, doing okay, it. Okay, okay, my ears, my ears, my ears, my ears. Like, listen, yeah. I, yeah. I can't, yeah. I can't, I can't see it. You know what I mean? My yeah. baby girl. Yeah. I'm like, no. Yeah. Well, not <laughs> okay. I will say this: there are a lot of parents who just don't aren't aren't hip to game, and they're not paying attention to yeah. the Snapchat. Yep. Yep. And 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 there's a lot going on. I mean, there was a story of a young lady here in one of the groups that I work with. 
she they got suspended because of Snapchat and pictures, and they were fourteen. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we're gonna so, go off topic real quick, but right, I I right. agree with you. I'm uh, trust me. This this daddy. This daddy don't play. If I see yeah, the phone, on I'm on the phone. I'll walk in. I'll take a look. I'll say, hey, can I talk to your friend? You know yeah. what I mean? I'll, I'll answer the phone. I'll be like, hey, who's this? I'll, I'll talk to the friends because you have to know who they're talking to. And this goes for your boy and your girl. Okay. 100%. 100%. Yep. You got you to gotta be on that game. You got to be on that game. Yep. Exactly. So, yep. So then let me dive into... Quick, I'm going to do a quick, um, a, a quick shot with you right now. Okay, before you go on stage, what song do you listen to? Like go on stage to speak? Yeah. Oh, it, anything Beyonce? It's, <laughs> I, I mean, right now it's probably Savage, the remix. Like I'm a savage, classic, bougie, and I ain't ratchet at all. But I'm like listen. <laughs> I grew up in suburban America with my little two parents in Kent, Washington. I ain't a savage at all. But something about Beyonce's spirit, and it, to her, it's Sasha Fierce, right? Like, yes. can go back. It just gives me, it's either her or Nicki Minaj. Like, they give me that attitude that I need. Like, yo, I'm the ish. I got this. Okay. Yeah. Favorite book? Oh, no, don't do that to me. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, I will go with. I have so many. Can I name a few? Give me two. Okay. So I'm going to go with Relational uh, Intelligence uh, by Pastor Darius Daniels. Um, It's a book that actually a lot of me and my clients read together. Um, Because again, we don't know how to have relationships. And relationships are either the rise or the downfall of us. All relationships. I'm not even talking about just romantic. So that book and then I will say everything is figure outable by Marie Forleo. You want to learn how to map out your life? That book is so good. And it's a more, I think it's a, a, a different take on the seven habits of seven habits of highly effective people, right. which I also read, but that was a hard read. That everything is figure outable is a little bit easier to read and digest to me. Um, and it, it's that's a good book too. If you want to figure out how to design your life. And, and you don't want to hire a coach, um, that might be a book for you. Okay. And I want to ask this question before we run out of time. Yeah. How long you been uh, separated now? Separated from, from, from him. Oh, uh, since 2017. Thank okay. God. So yeah. 2017. So, so I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back to 2015. Okay. The, the person you are now I'm taking you back in time to 2015 yeah. and you're, you're going to talk to yourself. What are you going to say? Girl, you know he ain't it. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's fine. I know he's fine. I know he is. But he's not the one, sweetheart. Look how he left you within three weeks of knowing him because you wouldn't even say I love you back. Like he literally got upset because he said, oh, I think I'm falling in love with you. And you said, well, we don't have to say that right now because it's so soon. And he left your house in anger. And the Bible says we must be slow to anger. So that's a red flag right there. You will know my people by their fruit. That's not good fruit. That's rotted fruit, boo-boo. You don't need to date him just because he bought you a DVD player. No, we don't need to date him. Get Break up with this guy and wait for the next one. Do not date that mess. You will go down a path that you never signed up for. Because Maya Angelou says, when people show you who they are, believe them. And that baby just showed you he get 
he will get angry if a leaf falls off the tree. That's who you want to date? I don't think so. I don't think so. So you're saying that we need to live because I'm listening to your whole stories. There was enough signs, but we don't listen to our inner self. We don't. We don't. You'll be like, hmm, that was weird. And just and not do anything about it. Like, yeah, that was weird. Think about it. Yeah, so that was Think weird. So what are you going to do about it? And what, yeah. and what made it feel weird to you? Yeah. Why was that weird? And, and then if you actually ask yourself questions, you will talk yourself out of that relationship and be proud. But the thing is, at that time, I feared so much of dying. Like, women have this fear of, I don't want to die alone. Sweetie, the notebook, the movie lied to you. We all die alone. We all do. So <laughs> it's going to happen anyway. And there's more things to life than having that man. What about your 401k? Are you set up if something happens? What happens if you die and you got kids? Do you have a, uh, you know, like a life insurance? There's other things that you need to get set up uh, instead of like this yearning for this guy. And it's okay to want a guy. That's great. But to feel like you need a guy. That's going to set you up for failure. Okay. Listen, this has been an awesome interview. I've learned a lot because now, you know, I need to go have my daddy, daddy, and <laughs> my, my daughter, my daddy, daughter time. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 And I mean, don't embarrass her though. Cause then that's where we get into like, I'm embarrassed. I don't want to talk about, you know, and you may just cause you're her dad, but I would definitely start having scenario conversations just to see where her head's at. And then you can maybe steer her head in a different direction if you need to. But she's smart. We're all very smart. Sometimes we just make stupid decisions. Okay. So listen, we need to get in touch with you. I'm going to put all your descriptions in the profile, your phone number, your email. But before we let you go, give one tidbit to a a girl, a two-minute real quick piece of advice uh, to some of my ladies listening right now. What would you tell them right now? Singleness is not a punishment. Singleness is not a season to endure. You're not trying to get through something. It is a life and a life worth living. You just have to design it. So what does that mean? What is your wildest dreams? If you could wave a magic wand and you got the life you dream about, what would it be? Write that out. Start defining that and start executing. You know what to do. So do what you know. And then you'll know what to do. And what you decide today that you want, where you want your life to go, it may pivot later. And that's okay. You don't have to have it all figured out. I think, you know, at 22, we're like, oh my God, my life, I don't know what I'm doing. That's okay. None of us did. At 22, I didn't know what I was doing. I was just in radio and look where I am now. 17, 18 career of radio. But you have to design that. And then Start teaching yourself about healthy relationships. I can coach you or there's lots of materials out there for you to grab and to uh, commit to learning about relationships on a psychological level. Um, So then you will be able to pinpoint red flags like that because there's some dangerous relationships that you can get in that will be the downfall of you and your worthiness, your self-esteem and your confidence. And I don't want to, I don't want you to have to go through what I went through. So know what love bombing is, narcissism is, gaslighting is. So you can know the signs like that. Abuse is more than just being hit. Listen, I appreciate it. I'm glad we finally connected. It took a while, but we got it done. And I, I appreciate you. So 
now I know I, I have a friend on the on the on the rainy side. Is that is that what you said? Hey, 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 hey. Go Hawks! Russell Wilson all day, um, Pacific Northwest all day. Um, yeah, no, you do have a friend on the West Coast, the best coast. There you go. Here. We we got to, we got to talk about your basketball team, but anyways. Um, <laughs> Raptors, Raptors. <laughs> we, that's that's a private conversation. Anyway. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on the show. No worries. Thank you for having me. I loved it. Thank you. Not a problem. Please check out the links in her description. Give her a call. Send her an email and see what she's doing. Even if you do this, just follow her on her social. You'll get inspiration. This is why I brought her on the show. And like I always say, you didn't have to listen, but you did. And I thank you for tuning in. Be kind to someone. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening. If you liked the show or have a comment, we would love to hear from you. Join our mailing list. And as always, check out our special deals links below. I hope this has inspired you to look at your life and jump. See you next week. Amazon is offering sign-on bonuses up to $1,000. Plus, get up to $20 an hour for select roles. The best part? We're hiring near you. So start now to take home something greater. New, higher wages with a sign-on bonus. A range of real benefits and career growth opportunities in a top-rated workplace. So earn more and see how great pay and sign-on bonuses can lead to a greater life for you. Go to Amazon.com apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Amazon is offering sign-on bonuses up to $1,000. Plus, get up to $20 an hour for select roles. The best part? We're hiring near you. So start now to take home something greater. New, higher wages with a sign-on bonus. A range of real benefits and career growth opportunities in a top-rated workplace. So earn more and see how great pay and sign-on bonuses can lead to a greater life for you. Go to Amazon.com apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hey, hope you had a great time listening to the show. If you think I did a great job, please buy me a coffee. I still got a lot of work to do. We would love to hear from you, your feedback. So please click the link and leave us a review. You can help us grow by following us on all social media platforms and sharing this link. Once again, it's time for you to jump. Success is waiting.